Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fantastic. The heist is impossible. Casino security cannot be beaten. You're out of your minds. Exactly. <laughs> you are up to something, Danny. What? You're pulling a job, aren't you? You're a thief and a liar. I only lied about being a thief. You're gonna need a crew as nuts as you are. Who do you got in mind? Smash and grab job, huh? Slightly more complicated than that. Say we get down the elevator, we can't move. And past the guards with the guns, and into the vault we can't open. We're just supposed to walk out of there with a hundred and fifty million dollars in cash. Yeah. Welcome to Rewatchability, the podcast where we rewatch old movies and TV shows to see how they hold up in a modern eye. My name is Blaine Waters. With me, as always, is J.M. McNabb and Robert Larone. And this week on Rewatchability, we're going to dive into Ocean's Eleven. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for giving one, three, five dollars a month to get bonus content and the episode early at some stages and uh, some old episodes that might not be up yet. Yeah, though they're all going to be up soon. They're they're all going to be up soon, so we're going <laughs> to have to revamp that. We'll send you the ones that were too controversial to air, the, where Rob yeah. said some really incendiary things. Yeah. <laughs> Made veiled threats about politicians. Yeah, today's special. That I am critical about Meryl Streep's performances. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But before we get into the movie that we're going to talk about this week, I just wanted to shout out to everyone in Toronto that we're going to be doing a, a live a live thing for you. We're gonna we're a live thing. We're we're live people. We we're, live. we're presenting a live screening. Yeah. yeah, we're doing a live screening at the Royal. It's a cinematic event, Blaine. <laughs> we may work in that bachelor auction I was talking about last week. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That'll be great. One of us will be really disappointed with the outcome of that. <laughs> Rob got kicked out of his apartment. That's basically what happened. <laughs> I need a place. <laughs> he needs a home. <laughs> and, uh, and some money. <laughs> yeah, we're doing like a screening in a fancy cinema. We're yeah. doing My Girl, which is going to be great. Yeah, one of our favorite summer movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be at the Royal Cinema, which is one of our favorite summer theaters. Yeah. yeah. On July 4th, which is one of our favorite summer day. De- I don't know. No, it's not. I think the last time any of us saw, like, watched one of the movies together was last year we all went to go see UHF at the Royal Oh my God, Cinema. that's right. Yeah. Because yeah. we love it there. And yeah, yeah we're uh, July 4th, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. We're going to be screening. We're not doing Independence Day. No. 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 But there is a July 4th barbecue in my girl that's the connection i was wondering what it was yeah that's the that's the big connection it's good it's gonna be a summer experience yeah yeah we're gonna bring your bees come on down (laughs) byobs (laughs) exactly it's probably air-conditioned we have to check on that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it'll be a lot of fun and we'll have we're gonna intro it we'll be there we're gonna maybe give away some prizes have some special guests It's like a little mini rewatchability and then you get to watch an awesome film yeah so if you're in toronto come down to the royal Mm-hmm. On I think it's a Wednesday, July fourth. Yeah, and movies are are great to watch at any time of year, uh, especially with your friends. So bring your friends on out, and the more the merrier. Prove to us that you have friends. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and we're going to be Prove giving away. <laughs> we're going to give away two tickets to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Check our our Twitter feed because we're going to have a thing where you can win uh, two tickets to the screening. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah, I you think? Know. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Batten 100. So when did you first see Ocean's Eleven, JM? I don't have a great story or anything. I uh, think I watched it on video because 
I, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't super excited about it. I, I remember more specifically watching the original. Oh, really? Like the 1961. Did you see that Wait, before? we're not doing the original? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> With Frank Sinatra? This is going to be a good Ooh. podcast. Dean Martin. <laughs> did you watch the original before you saw Ocean's Eleven? I did. Okay. Yeah, because my dad's like a huge Sinatra fan. Right, right. So okay. I had watched the original like as a kid with him and uh, remember it not being a very good movie. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, that's okay. probably the reason why I wasn't that jazzed about this one because I didn't jazzed. know. <laughs> There's a lot of jazz. Uh, yeah, I was like, I mean, especially like it would be interesting to go back and watch that, seeing how slick and complicated this movie is because I remember that yeah. one being very like – the the scene where they're actually like uh robbing the three casinos are just a hold up no but okay. they have they have like a safe a casino safe right and it's so clearly like the same prop the same safe prop they just put like a sticker with a new <laughs> casino logo on it <laughs> right. each time they filmed it for that nice. scene you can see the other sticker underneath it's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they just like use special effects to, like key it in no yeah like I, I remember thinking you know it was kind of a movie that really just coasted on the charisma of its of its stars, like the Rat Pack, right? Right. Oh. This so, one doesn't do that. This one is... Uh, <laughs> no, well, no, but we'll I get into it. I guess like it didn't even seem like a movie that was calling out for a remake, in my opinion. Right, um, right. And uh, I wasn't that excited. I do think, if we want to talk about it now, the original ending is really good because they don't oh. do it here. But Interesting. What's the original ending? In the ending of the original... The way they smuggle the money out of uh, Vegas is they hide it in a coffin. Okay. Like a funeral service takes it away for them. And then it accidentally gets uh, cremated. Oh, really? (laughs) So all the money. And then it just ends with them like dejected walking away. (laughs) Oh. So they don't get the money in the end. I don't think so. But they still have their friendship. Yeah. And they're still rich (laughs) in real life. So it was okay. And rich in friendship. Sure. (laughs) What about you, Rob? I saw this movie on the movie network, I think, at some point. I You also- had the movie network? Yeah, sometimes. Were your I- parents uh like smooth criminal heist <laughs> people in You'd fancy have to suits? To have the well, movie I think network. we I think we stole it from the neighbors, maybe. Oh. <laughs> they always did that like that's what we did too. Like every year they'd be like, You get a month free if you join and then we'd like join up for the month three and then cancel. Yeah, yeah. that's right. There was like promotions. So I, it was probably like something like that. But I do remember seeing it. Though it wasn't something I was very excited about. There it was very much it seemed like they were positioning these guys as like a new rat pack. They were like oh, the yeah. hottest celebrities in Hollywood at the time. I was swooning, yeah. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, the Don Cheadle. <laughs> Is that John Oliver? <laughs> kind of. But also, but they couldn't sing though. They, you know, they're not quite the. Oh yeah. Though actually, well, Casey Affleck can if you've seen Ghost. <laughs> ghost story. <laughs> Wait, oh, ghost? ghost story. Okay. In Ghost Story, he shows uh, Runa Mary. Runa Mara? Is Rooney Mara. Mara? <laughs> yeah. He shows her this cheesy indie rock Bon Iver song, and then he, you know, dies in a car accident, <laughs> and it's really sad. Does he sing the song later in the movie? Well, he shows her like the like track, and it's like you know, boop boop boop, and there's like a. <laughs> anyway, never mind. That was really. <laughs> Okay. It's a good I, movie, I totally though. understand that. I like it. Okay. Casey Affleck is much more playable when he's covered in a sheet. Right. <laughs> but not if it was like a remake of uh, Birth of a Nation or something. No, no, no. But none of these guys can sing, is my point. Like the Rat Pack were yeah. like entertainers. And George Clooney is a Clooney. Like he comes from a famous singing Sinatra family. Sing. What do you mean he couldn't sing? That was, <laughs> wait, wait. He's he was a, a famous crooner. singer. He couldn't sing. He was a crooner. But you, Crooning you, is singing. Nah, I know, but you know, some people argue of, the difference. But the thing I was going to say is Don Cheadle plays Sammy Davis Jr. in uh, the Rat Pack movie. That's true. TV. Yeah. The one with like where Ray Liotta was Sinatra. That's really? typecasting. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Liotta and Sinatra. I think Joe Montana was uh, Dean oh, Martin. Oh, that sounds great. It was okay. Was it? No. Okay. <laughs> wow. Did you like this movie when you first saw it, Rob? I didn't really care either way. I think I was surprised that it was so successful and that it spawned right. two sequels and now there's a spinoff coming out, which is why we're actually talking about this thing. Because it just seemed so generic and, you know, it seemed like so cheap and easy. Right. Charming celebrities, there's a heist, it's, you know, who cares, right? It just seems like it's made to make a lot of money. Yeah, and there's not that much, like, 
Nothing even we'll get into this obviously, but nothing even really happens outside of the heist. No. Yeah, it's just well, and and you said it's a complex movie, but I think it's pretty like it's a pretty simple movie. Well, I, I meant think, the, like, heist the heist is, is complex. complex. Like there's yeah. lasers and stuff. Like <laughs> right. I, yeah. as opposed that's to like the bar for as opposed sorry, to that's not, a laser. For... They wouldn't even spring for three <laughs> safes, Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I get you, but like I was kind of sur- well, we'll get into it, but I was kind of surprised at how simple it was because I remember it when I first watched it. Well, watched it uh, being like really complex and being like oh there's so many moving parts and there's yeah. so many relationships they have to like service and i remember that going in and then watching this time i was like oh there was i guess a relationship in this movie maybe right but the heist is complicated i don't i'm actually hoping yeah. rob will clear some things up for me because i don't even because totally you want to know i'm a master criminal <laughs> and i know how to do all these robbing things because my name's rob that's what you're saying right <laughs> i mean i don't Type want to offend, again, yeah. offend all the robs listing <laughs> yeah. uh what about you did you like it i remember liking it i remember thinking it was like really smooth and i liked steven soderbergh uh, at the time like i liked his way of you don't like him now i still no i still do i just i think i've seen too many of his movies that, like watching this i was like oh yeah okay that's what right. you do but well not all of it he's a pretty diverse well now yeah he's, he's, he's done kind a of, lot of interesting things yeah was his the new one about the girl going to the like the in- institution was that oh unsane yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's like filmed in a totally unique style and so yeah, and he yeah. did that like ipad app right mystery uh, <laughs> right yeah, yeah. became a tv show yeah he's yeah, like okay. and he also that Liberace that film that was oh yeah that looked really great uh, beyond the candelabra mm. he, but and he also like he got famous for making Sex lies and videotape. Like yeah. he was a pretty. I mean, yeah, I know I guess what you I mean. saw like he, out of sight, yeah. and then this, and so, he became yeah. this kind of like smooth, yeah, hip, heisty kind of well, guy. And this is the height of that. This is like yeah. the furthest that you can push that style. I think. Yeah, and the, the limey. I feel like fits in that category right. a little bit, though. That has yeah. a bit more of its own style, maybe. But yeah, but this is like this movie is so cool that people hardly talk to each other. Like they don't face right. each other when they talk to each other. Yeah. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Like all that stuff is in this movie. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. They could have called this men movie. Men don't cry. Cool people don't look at explosions. <laughs> yeah. They could have called this movie Handsome Men and Jazz, and it would have made oh, that yeah. much sense. Handsome men staring off. They and could just... use more jazz, to be honest. Yeah, that's I true. Don't... Well, it was a, it was more like the kind of like faux like. Dentist office jazz just yeah. kind of keeps a beat what during every conversation. Yeah. Okay. Well, Vegas jazz. Let's get into. It. Let's pull up a chair and learn from Rob how to how to take down a casino. Three casinos. Oh, sorry. Three casinos. One vault. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your rundown, by the way. For, first, <laughs> first you want to be getting out of a jail. Okay. Yeah. Because it starts with like a prison soundscape. <laughs> Penitentiary noises. It's like right. doors oh, opening. Oh. And then. Is that, that's not prison? That's All right. Fred Penner's place. <laughs> <laughs> well, to each that's their own, JM. <laughs> okay, well, no, it's about this guy, Danny Ocean. He's played by a little known actor named George Clooney. Mm. And he is, when we first see him, he's getting questioned. It's his parole hearing. And he has a really bad goatee at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he's the evil version of himself. Yeah. I he, think he so. is hideous. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, the worst looking guy. He sort Hollywood. of looks like Robert De Niro does now. That's what he, that's how <laughs> bad he looks with his goatee. But he's up for parole and they ask him, you know, what, what are you going to do when you get released? And I can't remember what he says, but it's not it's Rob clever. Three Casinos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of buries the lead on that one. Yeah. yeah. But immediately. <laughs> they argue him down to one and, and they let him go. Yeah. <laughs> but also, isn't this how out of sight? started i haven't seen that in a long time but isn't it a parole so. hearing or something yeah, yeah. it kind of reminds me of better side a lot this oh no movie. maybe it's just him getting out of jail well and i don't know but it's similar it's also like we don't feel anything about his jail time he's been there what three years or five years four at this years point? something yeah. like that something that long enough to grow that goatee right yeah yeah but uh, but not like long enough to, time uh, that i've seen anyone do on screen ever he's just like there and he's like yeah i'm good Joe was fine, and now I'm getting out. He's the—he's not excited to get out of jail. Well, you would have liked to see him more traumatized by the prison system. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit of character in there is all I'm, all I'm asking for. She should have been like, "They beat me every night. They beat me, <laughs> and then they leave my cell door open and unlocked." 
<laughs> then the real monsters come out. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Then just cuts to Vegas and a little less conversation, <laughs> a little more action. <laughs> that would have been a way better beginning of this movie, for sure. Yeah, but it's not cool to feel feelings. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's... You have to be cool and detached from everything. That's yeah. like men are. <laughs> well, I think men who are going to rob a casino, I that's would get true. too emotional. I would cry. <laughs> just... Wait, what would you cry about robbing a casino? Well, like, I mean, just it would be like a lot of, of no, it'd be like a lot of planning, and once it all comes together, sometimes oh, yeah. I just get really it's emotional. Like, oh, okay. You know, it's like we've worked so hard, guys, and we've made like a lot of friends along the way. <laughs> right, I'm talking about you, Scott Con, <laughs> <laughs> not Casey Affleck. No one's talking about Scott Con. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but but I mean, if it's between him and Casey Affleck, yeah, it's like, fair. Yeah. But you can I, put a sheet on Scott Con. Immediately, Danny Ocean recidivizes. He goes back into a life of crime. This is also the second movie we talked about in a row with a parole hearing. Third movie. Third. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. yeah. We're on a streak. Though, I think we have a three strikes law. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be put in prison forever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. I hadn't thought of that until right now. Maybe we should just change the focus of the podcast to only be movies that begin yeah. with Recidivism, the movie podcast. And have you noticed that a disproportionate amount of prisoners... Our movie stars? It's weird, right? <laughs> but anyway, the first thing he does when he gets out of prison, it's not go and meet his parole officer, Tommy Lee Jones. It's go and case out a casino and also meet his old colleague, Bernie Mac. Yeah. Who is a... A dealer? A, a dealer. I guess he does a some other dealer. criminal things. Yeah. 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 He's like also like, I guess, what did they do? Were they like, it implies that... Danny Ocean was kind of a con man, yeah. but then he also acts like he's a professional gambler, and he's also a heist guy. Like, I a heist is different from a He could be con. a rake. <laughs> or a scoundrel. <laughs> yeah, or a Jimmy Two-Shoes, or a... <laughs> professional scoundrel. Yeah. Well, later he has a... That's on his card. He, yeah, he has a business card. He gives it to Matt Damon, and it just has his name on it. Like, yeah. why would he buy those? And <laughs> how, hard, number? how hard did the business card people laugh at him for that? Yeah. Well, he just had like a Groupon for like, what's the printing company? Oh, Vistaprint? <laughs> Vistaprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Canadian. He's like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he saw that scene in American Psycho. And he yeah, was they're like, like the yeah. embossing on this is great. <laughs> but it's just your name, huh? All right. Yeah. Bold. He starts getting up his crew. And first, Bernie Mac, you know, he pretends not to know him, but. He... The late Bernie Mac. Mm. I know. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. He was really funny. He was really funny. He has one of the only jokes that I laughed at in this movie. <laughs> Wait, what was the, what was the joke? Well. <laughs> it's when... Uh, it's not a funny movie, I guess. But. Well, it has like a lot of energy, but it, yeah. there are a few laughs along the way. But the best the best line is when Matt Damon is pretending to be the the gambling commissioner. Oh, the kind of and racist he's interrogating gambling, yeah. him in the cell. And then Bernie Mac is like, you're just doing this because I'm black. Might as well call it White Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. White Jack. <laughs> okay, so he goes to see Bernie Mac, then he goes to see Brad Pitt next? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I because guess, like, Brad Pitt's his, like, main buddy. Which is weird that he, like, visits him second. Well, he says he visited him first. Yeah. But, uh... He's, he's a liar. Yeah. And a scoundrel. He's a scoundrel and yeah. a rake. Uh, and he's teaching Topher well. Grace and Joshua Jackson how to... Uh, and yeah. other actors we've never heard from since. Yeah. Let's <laughs> Josh? Yeah. Josh. Yeah. To the left. Deal to your left. Shane? Hit me. It's not blackjack. Dude! <laughs> Looking at him doesn't change him. You know what you have. Okay. Let's do this. Josh. Left. 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 I'll left. get that. I'll get left. that. I'll get Lady bits. Let's keep it moving. Blue. Blue. That's a 50. Call. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right. Shane's calling. 50. There it is. What the hell? It's only pocket change, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think they were all in like the CW back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like teaching them how to play poker, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's clear that he's sharking them. He's like, they're complete morons. They don't even know like the basic rules. But it seems like yeah. shooting fish in a barrel, literally trying to shark these rich Hollywood celebrities. I guess they're playing mm -hmm. themselves. I think Joshua Jackson is referred to as Josh. Yeah. 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 Or and Pacey. They might just call him Pacey. <laughs> and wasn't Topher Grace in that new, like, Molly, that new movie about... Molly's Game? Molly's Game, yeah. Wasn't he, like, in that, too, as himself? No, that was uh, Michael Sarah. Oh, was it? Okay. And, but fair. he was supposed to be Tobey Maguire. Oh, really? 
yeah. in this movie and Tobey Maguire was like, no, nah, I can't do it. Well, it, no, no, because he plays – he's Michael Cera and he's kind of playing – they don't refer to him by name, I think, but it's, okay. they say he's playing himself. Right. But, or that he's a movie star. But Tobey Maguire is like a big But apparently like – well, in the book that she wrote, she formed this kind of relationship with Tobey Maguire who was like a <laughs> monster to her. Really? Right. Yeah, and like did all these terrible things. Oh, and like man. even worse than her the in the movie. Face of an angel. No, <laughs> and he does. <laughs> My God! Well, he's a wasn't he a member of a pat that wasn't rat but was like something else? What the frat pack? No, because remember the pussy posse, right? What I just heard someone. What are I you never talking heard about, about that what until the this? other day? The Pussy Posse was like a Rat Pack type group of fucking dudes. Like DiCaprio <laughs> and him? Yeah, right? went around Los Angeles probably okay. harassing was women and hat? getting drunk. Oh, no. No, okay. they were. it was not part of the feminist. Uh, it was not part of the resistance. Damn it. And, you know, they were like douchebags. But <laughs> they did like lots of awful things. Also, Stan from Mad Men was one, too. And he like fucking, I think he hurt a guy badly. What? Really? Yeah. He's, in the you know, was a fucked up. Jesus. Yeah. I just, I only heard about this. So I'd never weird. heard that term until I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how Toby McGuire and Leonardo DiCaprio did this like indie movie with like Jenny Lewis. Right. The one that uh, never got released yeah. and the guy was like, I think it's called them. The Day the Clown Cried. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like they like bought the rights to it or something. So they won't let the director release it because they hated it so much. Yeah. It's called, um, it's called Adam's Plum or something. Or like Don's, that. Plum. Don's Plum. Yeah. Yeah. Don's Plum. Yeah. They like got Leo DiCaprio to like come in to do a scene for like a short film. And then the guy apparently like got a bunch of people to like fill it out and make it a feature length by like improvising a bunch of shit. And then Leo's like, you well, can't was, fucking release that. Was this, I didn't agree to that. Was this in the nineties? Yeah. It was like back during his, uh, Gilbert Grape. Keyword posse. Okay. Does he only do fruit? That's crazy. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so Brad Pitt is teaching these guys how to play how to play cards. Yes. And George Clooney comes in, kind of recruits him into yeah, this. Yeah, he recruits them. There's a whole bunch of recruiting. We can't get – we just got to run them I, down. I felt like I was watching the casting of this movie for the first half of this movie. They were just like going to every actor in Hollywood and being like, do you want to be in this movie? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a heist movie. And they're like, great. Yeah, every on. actor in Hollywood and one Chinese acrobat. Right, right, yeah. Because there was no Asian actors in Hollywood. And then, oh, God. Well, they didn't need him to be an acrobat. Right. Yeah, the acrobat part's important. But yeah. it is, I mean, it's weird that he gets, like, so much less time than anybody else. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. he doesn't speak English. And That's he, true. And they do stuff him in a box for most of the movie. <laughs> which, which, now that I'm saying it out loud, doesn't sound great. No, no. it's not great. <laughs> no. It's not a... You know, this movie has a lot of, like, crazy leaps of logic and things that don't totally add up. But I will say, I think the craziest part for me watching it was that Topher Grace would be mobbed by fans outside of a nightclub like <laughs> yeah, that. I know. Like, did they think he was Tobey Maguire? or something because <laughs> it's Topher Grace yeah and he had to like sign autographs wasn't he, he was Venom like, oh. around this time <laughs> what's that guy's autograph I know yeah I don't I, think we should be so hard on no, him no he's, he's fine I've, I, and he's in the I've heard he's really good in the Spike Lee movie that's coming out there you go yeah. there you go I'd get his autograph if <laughs> there, I there you go okay so sorry the defense of Topher Grace there you go who do they get next they go to Elliot Gould next or I think so yeah, yeah. that's right they get Elliot Gould because they need to bankroll it and he's like a rich guy that his casino is being demolished by... By a guy who happens to own the three casinos that Ocean wants to hit. And so it turns out that all these casinos... The one good thing about this movie... I mean, not the one good thing, but one of the great things about this movie is the way that the plan is sort of revealed sort of in little pieces along the way. So you sort of find out that the three casinos are owned by this guy named Benedict, who's a really big deal. He's the guy that they named the breakfast after. Eggs? <laughs> it does seem like a very transparent villain name. Like, let's yeah. just think of the biggest traitor in American history <laughs> right. and yeah. name our character after that. My name is Arnold Benedict. Well, what about Benedict Cumberbatch? Is it different if you have it in the first name? He's a traitor to Sherlock Holmes purists. <laughs> and he's British anyway, so he probably loves that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we later find out that Danny Ocean also has a reason for wanting to get back at this Benedict Cumberbunch guy. Yeah. It's because, I'm just going to skip right to it, because there's too much of, like, they got to get Matt Damon, they got to get Don Cheadle with a bad accent, they oh, got to get Casey Affleck and yeah. J- uh, James Caan's kid. <laughs> We need two minor celebrity relatives. It did feel like maybe they were trying to call James Caan and Ben Affleck and just like 
their <laughs> respective sons and brothers answered the phone. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and there hey, was a did mistake. Did you know I'm an actor too? <laughs> <laughs> or they my own sheet. Or they just showed up on the set and like, yeah, I, I took the message down. I thought. Well, I did read in the trivia that they originally wanted to get a real life pair of brothers, Owen and Luke Wilson, but they were not uh, available. I also heard at one point, I don't know if this is true, that they wanted the Cohen brothers right. to come in and do this. Really? That seems insane. I have. <laughs> I would have loved that. I've never it seen been them awful, on screen. But I would have loved, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, who knows if they can act or can be filmed by a camera? I've never seen them smile. Like, I, I like, I don't know. That could have been interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And there's some of the introductions are really weird. Like Scott Conn and Casey Affleck are like racing a monster truck and an identical like yeah. RC car well, monster truck. And it's because the, the only reason they're doing that is because they're setting up later that they have RC technology, like radio control technology to like pilot a car. Yeah. Like later. All of these guys are supposed to have specific jobs. Like when yeah. he's like, we're going to need a, a Joe Lester, a, a Phil yeah. Esposito, a Joe down Collins. Yeah. <laughs> they have like, all these weird names. Why would they need hockey players? <laughs> <laughs> it all gets revealed. That's the wonderful part of Soderbergh's filmmaking. <laughs> oh, and we, I think we need to stop and talk for a good 15, 20 minutes about Don Cheadle's accent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because it is. He so says, bad. he says governor at one point. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's, it's a it's cartoon. Insensitive. <laughs> it is insensitive to, to Austin Powers. That's how insensitive <laughs> it is. And he's a good actor. Like, yeah, I he like is. him, but he's doing, like, if I do that for 30 seconds at home, my wife's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> shut up. It's on that. Aww. Stop talking. He's <laughs> like, hey, governor. Oh, it's like, oh. It's, yeah. it's worse than Dick Van Dyke. Your wife's like, see, this is what you sound like. I know. I, I realize how annoying I am now. Yeah. Just take I'll a recorder stop. and then listen to Ocean's Love. And I think yeah. from what I read, this was like something that he brought to it. Oh, I really? Think they asked him Great. to learn the English accent and he tried really hard. Like he went to England. He yeah. met a bunch of British people. He watched a whole bunch of episodes of Monty Python and the Flying Circus. Oh, and Monty Python's Flying Circus. Oh, it's not and the Flying Circus. No. I thought the Flying Circus was its own entity, like aside from the core Monty Python troupe. Like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I thought maybe like <laughs> Terry Gilliam was a Flying Circus, but not like an official Python. Yeah, well, he might be now that he's made some unfortunate <laughs> comments, Harvey Weinstein. But yeah, so yeah, it's just it's so, a bad so, accent. so he brought the accent to the role, and also apparently, yeah, horrible. Apparently, he uh, wanted to abandon the accent for the sequels because everyone hated it so much, and they were like, "You can't do that." Yeah, <laughs> no, you made your bed. I almost thought you to die in it. It was so bad when he started talking. I almost thought it was like one of those tricks, like Ryan Phillippe and what is it? Is it Gosford Park? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's yeah, like, okay. "Ha! It's just a bad accent that I'm doing on purpose." <laughs> Phillippe. <Right. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you just he got the after every line. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice really them. makes them hard to work with. <laughs> <laughs> the edits are really abrupt on all his movies. But no, that is not the case. Oh, it is, he's committed to it, and yeah. it is bad. Yeah, yeah, it's really horrible. Yeah. Well, what happens next, JM? You uh, say JM or Jam? I said Jam, but water's been. <laughs> what? That's some Cockney double speak. Sounds like you're having a stroke. Well, what happens next is, and this is where I realize that I will never be like a fancy heist guy, is they, to start planning their heist, they build an exact replica of the vault. Yeah. They're also, like set decorators. You it's can't like, even put up cupboards. That's when I was like, okay, this is, I'm so lazy. I don't even want to watch them do this. That looks like so much work. Also, when they're planning the heist, they're all like drinking a lot of alcohol. And I was like, maybe you want to be sharp, you know, to, to, to do this. That was definitely in keeping with the Rat Pack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, to do this movie, I need a bottle of Jameson with Probably me. some punching women, too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Rat they pack. were violent men. Rat Pack. Were they? I think so. Well, I guess Sinatra probably was. He was, for sure. But no. uh, Sammy Davis think... Jr. seemed... Oh, maybe he was bad, too. I yeah. don't know. He was a Satanist. Sammy in that Davis TV Jr.? movie? No, he was oh, a no, member he of was. the Church right, of Satan. Yeah. yeah, and he had one eye. I love Sammy Davis Jr. There was also a, Wait, a TV movie eye. where he plays the devil. Weird. Wait, you didn't know he had one eye? No. Yeah. No, I don't know he much had one eye. That. Oh, cool. Nice. I used I, to have the Candyman record. It was great. And he uh, converted to Judaism? Yeah. To marry his wife? Right, right. And they 
I mean, he experienced a lot of racism as well, is what I was going to yeah. say. Even <laughs> during the uh, Rat yeah. Pack shows. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, that really awful thing about how, like, they would change the water after Sammy Davis Jr. was in, like, the pool or something. What? Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, God. Yeah. Do we need to take a break? Yep. <laughs> and we'll be back in a second, continuing to talk about Ocean's Eleven. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back. This is Rewatchability. We're talking about Ocean's Eleven, and they're just planning the heist. Yeah. At this point. And they've built a whole replica of the vault. Of the vault. They should just go into, like, model set decoration building? or something. <laughs> yeah, they're it's so like, hey, good I at really it. found a passion. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how I recreated these drawers. <laughs> yeah, one crucial part is they want to make sure that Yen, who is the acrobat, can do his little flip from the table over to the shelf because he mm-hmm. has to hide in the thing and then like a, like a bin and he only has 30 minutes of air and then he has to push his way out and then do like this backflip that's like his acrobatic move mm-hmm. and they sort of wonder whether or not it'll be short or not but he does it every time i don't know why they're not confident in him yeah because he never fails there's no no there's no wondering if he can do it no he seems great though he almost when it actually happens he almost does slip but he yeah you know, he got it. But also, a whole bunch of stuff happens. We, we got a lot to get through. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> there's, like, this part where Don Cheadle's like, well, governor. Okay, don't do the accent, we, please. We need a pinch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, please. <laughs> a pinch of honey helps the medicine go down, he says. <laughs> That's not even the character. A pinch that... and a poke. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, they have to, like, go rob this other place, I don't know, to get this thing, which is yeah, a, a university. Know. It's like an EMP, like an electromagnetic pulse thing. Oh. To like cut out all the electricity, <laughs> but usually that overloads circuits. The lights never not not DMT. That was like the the chicken dance song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. R- Rob has his own podcast now called Rob just saying stuff for five minutes. <laughs> I can do longer. <laughs> But so while they do that, I mean, it's sort of like, it, it, you know, there's like little hitches. Like first Matt Damon gets left behind. He almost gets wandering out in the desert with Casey Affleck for like <laughs> 48 hours, not talking to each other. But then also while they're escaping, Yen hurts his hand. So later yeah. when he has to do his thing, that'll come into play. Yeah. 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 Or um, he'll just bandage it and it'll be fine. Well, no, I think the bandage gets caught in the thing, and that's yeah. why they almost, oh, that's it almost they're blows about up to hand. blow up yeah. the door, and he can't escape. So he shouldn't have bandaged his hand. Well, you got to bandage it or it'll get infected. <laughs> it's a really damned if you do, damned if you don't thing. Uh, so uh, we haven't talked about Julia Roberts much yet, because what she they find out- in the movie. <laughs> well, because she has no character. But they find out that oh, he, God. Danny- has an ulterior motive yeah. for this heist. Turns out money's not enough for him. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think, I don't remember the original. I don't, I know there was like a romantic subplot. Yeah, Shirley MacLaine was in it, wasn't she? No, it was Angie Dickinson. Well, Shirley oh, MacLaine, that I was think, a had a cameo, life. but oh. Angie Dickinson was like the love interest. But uh, I don't think there was the same, like, we need like a personal reason why he wants to rob the casino other than the yeah well and they try to like that's what kind of sucks about this movie is they try to like really ham-fisted in there but he's such an unemotional person yeah well let me say what it is it's that she she's now with andy garcia who owns the casino yeah 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 that's right yeah so basically he plans this whole casino robbery because He's going to steal his He can't girl let back. go. Yeah, because he wants his girl back. Yeah. It's all because of toxic masculinity. <laughs> Again. Like, if a woman divorces you, let it go. Do not rob, rob three casino. casinos. <laughs> well, it's also, it's so weird because, like, this whole 
skipping to the end for a minute, like it seems like his plan is to go through this crazy thing just to get on camera Andy Garcia being kind of a jerk talking about her. Yeah. Which it seems like it would just be easy to do just by like going to his office with a tape recorder. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, Andy because, Garcia. Come on. Because they make him to be like that character to be such a jerk because he needs to be even bigger jerk than Ocean yeah. is so that we root for Julia Roberts to be with Ocean. It's, yeah. yeah it's also like just because she realizes that he's kind of shitty wouldn't automatically make her love George Clooney when no. it's clear that he She's like, was oh, I terrible. guess I like was dating two shitty guys in a row. Why don't I go find a nicer guy than either of these guys? Right. This is she's following yeah. a terrible pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like the whole thing is like she didn't know he was a criminal. He lied like to in, her the entire time about being uh yeah. Like an active criminal. Man. Yeah. Because like when he's in jail he's wearing a tux. So right. presumably he uh They were at a it was some other kind of heist. Yeah. That was because a lot of, a lot of the people they recruit wedding. for the job ask him what he was in jail for. I, it would have been funny if at one point he was just like, I failed to rob three casinos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at it. Turns out <laughs> fourth time's the charm though. <laughs> so we'll get it right this time, guys. Learned a lot. Well, you think Elliot Gold would be able to tell him that in his like rundown of the most successful casino heists? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Elliot Gould that much. Well, he doesn't do much. He's no, sort of true. in there. We also never talked about Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's who, great. Yeah. He plays this guy who goes undercover as a guy who has like this very valuable thing that he wants kept in the vault, which gives them the in to mm-hmm. the vault. And he's like amazing. He just completely disappears. Like I thought when he first comes on camera, he's just like, Oh, they let an old Hollywood person be in this movie. <laughs> That's nice. I mean, right. you know, he hasn't been around. He doesn't get much work. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once he, like, get into being the other guy, he's fucking gone. Yeah, what do you mean, like, once he's pulling his con, he's pretending to be this, yeah, like, he's European... gone. Okay. So, um... <laughs> yeah, no, he's good. No, he's, he's good. Yeah, yeah. I know. He does an accent. It's yeah. It's it's. I mean, I think comparatively in the accents in this movie, we'd his have accent to ask somebody great. from a generic Eastern European country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's fun. It's weird that like in this movie, Danny Ocean collects everyone and is like, "Oh, what are you most afraid of right now? I'm gonna make you do that." Like Carl Reiner's like he's like really anxious about things and he's getting heartburn. And he has to pop pills for heartburn all the time. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make you do something that's like really socially anxi- anxiety inducing." Uh, when and pretend to have a heart attack. And pretend yeah. to have a heart attack, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because earlier on, there's weird stuff about this movie where like they do certain things to make it seem like something could go wrong, but it's all just part of the plan in the end. Like, yeah. we don't know the whole plan. We're let in on like half the plan, and then we watch the rest of the plan well, yeah, we're always supposed to think that George Clooney is one step ahead or, you know, whenever something goes wrong, it does turn out to be all part of George Clooney's plan. Like even at one point he gets he gets blacklisted or red listed one listed from the casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gets thrown off of the heist yeah, as a result. Yeah. That's right. And so instead, Matt Damon's going to do his part. But that's all part of the plan, right? Well, no, it's not no? because why well, oh. it has to be because he already met Benedict. Like he met Benedict way before he got like blacklisted. Wait, it's all part of whose plan? Of George Clooney's plan. plan. See, you didn't say this is complicated. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> well, I think because it doesn't really make sense. I thought but... he came up with a different plan because he was got blacklisted from going to the casino. So he came up with this plan that he'll go back to the casino the night of the heist. Yeah. He will make himself noticeable mm-hmm. and he knows that what will happen is that Andy Garcia's goons will take him to this room where he has, you know, thugs beat him mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And luckily, George Clooney is good friends with the one thug that yeah, he yeah, knows the for sure. On the payroll. Yeah. yeah. Will come. So like we think Danny Pretty Ocean's going to get beat yeah. up, but then like the guy they bring in to beat him up is like a, his buddy yeah. who's in yeah. on it. So why isn't this movie Ocean's 12? Cause that's <laughs> a 12th guy that was like integral <laughs> to this plot. Hey, you're that's right. True. All right. Ah! Ah! Jesus. Bruiser, not until later. Sorry, Danny, I, I forgot. It's all right. How's your wife? Pregnant again. Well, that happens. It's true. Yeah, but Maybe I thought... Maybe he has a different contract. 
He has like a a, a late. He's, he's, he's part of he's the flying like a, circus. He was an intern, <laughs> an unpaid intern. Um, yeah, yeah, that guy. You're gonna hire me when this is done, though, right, Mister Clooney? That guy. <laughs> that guy took as big a risk as anyone else. Why doesn't he get a cut of the hundred and sixty million? Well, I'll he just likes million. to ha- help a handsome man, you know? <laughs> well, so that's why it has to be part of his plan, because if he doesn't get blacklisted from the casino, which is what Rusty, the Brad Pitt character, is the guy who does it, right? Yeah. Because but he, cause he's too close to test. But if that doesn't happen, then he doesn't get caught and put in that room. So but he then wouldn't why have was that he, guy on payroll. But then why was he doing Rusty's job in the first place? Like, why was he going to go in and talk to Benedict in the first place? Because he was already... His plan was to go to dinner and it's see Tess. It's all part Tess. of the plan. Because also he also slips like a, a cell phone to Tess, doesn't he? And that's how Rusty calls her. Oh shit, her. yeah. Who, yeah, who would have done that? He, no. That was him at dinner. He does it while he hugs her, doesn't yeah. he? No, because he sees her after that, after they make the new plan. So it's not like at dinner the first time when he meets Benedict. I, this movie is a lot smarter than we reckoned. <laughs> I don't Wait, think Wait, no, it yeah, is. when did Or we're a lot stupider than we <laughs> No, I think we're all right. I think the movie has plot holes and we're just yeah. coming up against he them. He puts the phone in her coat that night. Yes. He's not supposed to night be up. on the team for the heist. Yes. Unless Brad Pitt and him were in collusion. Okay, let's go to the board. Um, well, <laughs> no, or, or, or in cahoots, maybe I should say. Yeah. But- Matt Damon's definitely surprised. Matt Damon doesn't know that he's really in on it. No, of course. How did you get here? You give a friend a couple million. Yeah, but what about Rusty, the whole argument? I mean, what was that about? Oh, come on. You know, why don't you just tell me? Why, why do you put me through all this? Where's the fun in that? Right, let's get going. <clears throat> it seemed like he was just surprising the whole team. I think that he Which has- is a horrible thing to do in a heist. I, I don't know. Like, don't you want everyone on your team yeah, in but the it's heist just like, in on it? It's just like Brad Pitt told Topher Grace. You got to keep your cards close to your chest. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It all comes back to Topher That's Grace. That's the theme. That's the theme He's of this Ocean's movie. He's Ocean's 13. The original theme. <laughs> <laughs> He's the uh, 13th Ocean. <laughs> but their plan does get, like, screwed up a little bit here and there. Like, the, the thing, his hand getting caught in the door. Yeah, the hang. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, it's pretty impressive the heist when it goes down. But though at the end there is like a big thing because after when the plan is is that they're going to get Andy Garcia's own men to bring the money out for them, and so Andy Garcia and they also have a bunch of other money in the vault held hostage. So that's how they're going to get Andy Garcia's men to do it because otherwise they'll blow up both caches of money. But it turns out is that a thing? A cache of money. I mean, it just means yeah. like a like a big like yeah, a pile. Yeah, cache, like a. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You no, can I'm say sorry. cash. Cash is fine. I thought you were just saying cash money, like in the cash wire. money. <laughs> it's a big cash money. Yeah. But that's all part of the plan as well, because it's just a bunch of flyers for prostitutes <laughs> instead workers. of money. Right. Sorry, flyers for sex workers. But uh, also, I was confused about this because. They was it like some kind of secret stash of Andy Garcia's, or was it, it was just like the casino's take, right? It, the, because, yeah, because they had to have the casinos. The casino had to cover every bet that night. So but that would all be insured, million right? Dollars. They it even would, say something about it. Would money all being be insured. insured? It would also most like I think mostly be up on the floor trading chips for cash, right? Like all of it wouldn't be down there if they're covering it. That's the other thing, like. A lot of that should be on the floor. They only find in like the cages. they get back when they count it. It's just fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, <laughs> shit, that was a big night. We really underestimated. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. Maybe, I, maybe I don't, I don't know. But why would why would he be so concerned? Like when they say we're going to blow up this half of the money, why didn't he be like? It doesn't matter to sure, me. It's, it's a insurance. heist. Like yeah. it's all. It's it's still a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but or yeah, but it he's going to get it bad. I think the other thing is that it'll look awful if there's a scene where. There's two explosions at his casino, or it's known that his security was breached. So I think part of the incentive for him to just sort of like shut up about it and to keep half the money is that it will be less expensive in his reputation. Mm. Oh. Right. I mean, if you get robbed as a casino, not a lot of people are going to try of these, to rob you again. There's enough of these casino robbery movies that we know how they work. You know, yeah, there's insurance. It doesn't even matter. That's why it's sort of like... In a way, like this movie has 
kind of no stakes because a no. there's no personal stakes for any of the people whether they win or lose. I mean, George Clooney, Danny Ocean has some stakes because he kind of wants to get his ex-wife back, but it's it's dumb. Mm. But also, like Andy Garcia isn't like a monster. He's like you know, I guess probably a bad guy because yeah, he's an asshole. You would but... assume that somebody who owns a casino is probably shady. Yeah, <laughs> they also probably. like there's never. Not that it has to be this, but this movie's obviously trying to be very easygoing, but there's never any like incentive for them to rob it other than like there's no, it's not like they need yeah. the money for anything. It's not They're like just Carl like, Reiner needs a new heart. <laughs> the, well, yeah. yeah. They're just like, oh, that'd be, that could be nice. We don't get backstory on anyone. We know that like Rusty has a dad that's also a pickpocket, but that's like the most we get, I feel like, on anyone. Oh, yeah. And we'll also, Matt Damon also has a dad. I think they all might have dads. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's weird. There, there are no stakes, and there isn't a chance that it could go wrong. Oh yeah, no, it totally feels like it's going to one hundred percent succeed all the time. Yeah, even like there's one hundred percent confidence. Like even the music makes it seem confident. It's like boom, boom, ba, ba, doom, ba, doom, ba. It's just going to yeah. happen. Conversation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they play that song like eighty-seven times in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Elvis's ghost is like, free me from this torture. <laughs> He has to sing that every time, his ghost. <laughs> is that how music works? It is when you remix. <laughs> you heard it here first. Wow. But then they get away with the, the heist. Yeah. Get away with money in the squat, in the, in the SWAT car, which I feel like you'd be- Not the ev- squat car. No, the, no. The, not, that's not, where not, Rob lives. <laughs> right, yeah. It's the car where you go to do squats. It's really good for your legs. That's, that's not at all how you use it. Yeah, they pretend, <laughs> Tell the truth. They, they pretend to be a SWAT team. Yeah. They come in and steal all the money. But they take the money away in this, and, and Benedict figures it out, right? He's like, oh, they were the SWAT team. But then he's not like, hey, cops, go find a SWAT vehicle that isn't your own in Vegas. Like, it's probably the most conspicuous vehicle that you can have, right? Like, I, like a white van. I think he's just over it. It's like, <laughs> he's just fine. It's like, now? it's too far. You know, it's like, ah, it's only 130 million. Right. Yeah. You know, I'll make that tomorrow. I'll just pour myself a new glass. My glasses all the way over there. <laughs> Where's yeah. my loving wife? <laughs> also, why would the SWAT team like have so many duffel bags? Why didn't anyone find that odd? It's probably full of guns. Oh, uh, I guess. Cause it's in America. <laughs> yeah. There's a militarization of police. Yeah. But we didn't talk. The other part about the movie that, I mean, like the real, like, coup de gras, if you will, is the part where Danny, somebody calls Julia Roberts and tells her to like watch the security camera and sees Andy Garcia. Right. Saying, I think at that point I would just be like, no. <laughs> Stop putting phones in my pocket and well, like, calling yeah. me at home. It's also like Andy Garcia. It's the, harassment. That's that's kind of like he takes George Clooney and beats him up or whatever and that's an awful thing to do. But the guy is harassing his girlfriend like nonstop and she's like, I just want you to leave me alone. He's like, no, here's a phone. Here's how you can tell. It's like, just leave her alone. She's asked you plenty of times. Yeah, it's like a really more elaborate, slick, with better suits version of just like an ex-husband harassing or stalking his (laughs) ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And getting his 11 friends in on it. Well, and like, (laughs) if she really liked Benedict, him being like, you know what? I'll, I'll give you tests if you give me the money back. She'd be like, why did you say that? He's like, oh, well, I thought that's how George Clooney worked. I would never do that. Yeah. Can I was we just... talk about this, baby? I know we can work this through. Yeah. Like, I trust I love you, you and, and I'll you do anything. Me, and of course I trust you. Clearly it was a setup because Every he had I a camera your focused eyes. on me. Like, it was just all weird. I want to spend my life with you. <laughs> Wait, stop looking at me when you say that. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was weird. And there, at one point they were even like, I think when – Part of his gang realize why George Clooney's doing this. They're like, oh, so like you're after this to steal two things or something. It's like, well, right, first of yeah. all, one of those things is a person. Yeah, That's kind of a object. gross way to say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really more like 130 million and one thing. <laughs> I don't know. This, this movie's weird. Yeah. And again, like it makes no sense to me because the reason why she divorced him in the first place we find out is because he was a criminal and didn't tell her. So he's like, maybe the way to win her back is to be the most criminal I can possibly be. (laughs) That's, yeah. That's us men, right? We never learn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Rob a casino. Well, it'd help. help the podcast. I said but... little help. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, Lane, I need a rig man. <laughs> JM, dude with glasses. 
Uh, sure. <laughs> that's my Wait, skill. That's, that's his, he can see 2020 vision is his skill. Yeah, you know. I don't even think I can because my glasses are smudgy. <laughs> <laughs> don't breathe so hard in here, Jam. <laughs> You're fogging well, them up. Okay. Well, so, I mean, that's Ocean's Eleven. Are you guys, because it's being spun off right now. There is like a whole new Ocean's happening. It's going to be Ocean's Eight. Mm. It is Sandra Bullock and seven other women, and you know Sandra Bullock is playing Danny Ocean's sister. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they can do it with like three less people. That's the amazing thing. You got a bunch of women. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even need the Casey Affleck guy. <laughs> no, they sure don't. <laughs> They're like, because the men no, were all arguing. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait. Are you are you going to see it? Are you guys? I mean, is it on your radar at all? I mean, I wish they had done a different. I wish it wasn't connected to Ocean's Eleven, just because it seems like you want it to respect the sanctity of the franchise. No, I just <laughs> I don't want I don't want like a all female heist movie to be connection connected to Ocean's Eleven. Like I just I want it to be its own thing. Like I don't know. Right. I think it's a great. You think idea. that it could be like a good like original? There's got to be a good original story in there. Yeah, exactly. And it, I, it is weird. It's always like I watched the trailer this morning. Yeah, and it's. it's it also always weird when it's like a character is like they say like Danny Ocean had a sister he never mentioned and yeah <laughs> she's a career criminal too. It's yeah. that's always weird when it's like yep yeah like retconning a whole franchise to fit something in there just for the like yeah. title yeah, yeah that's a bit sketchy. Remember Columbo's wife you never saw she <laughs> she solves mysteries too yeah <laughs> I don't understand why or like they... son of the mask who is that guy did they have a kid Jim Carrey in the mask. Uh, and I they think have it's a, a different together? character. Oh, okay. But I mean, that kind of thing where it's like we, though in this case, it's not like we can't get yeah. a cast member. It's like we're doing a whole other thing. But I like you. I th- even think they could have called it Ocean something, but still had it been like characters 14. that, no, it still had been characters that weren't like, she didn't have to be related right. to George Clooney. Yeah. Or like, in my like opinion. doing like a Cloverfield thing where like Cloverfield is yeah, all, but something then, like that. Yeah. That's or she could story. have still been like inspired by the heist, but just not been related to the guy. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, I, well, I don't know. I mean, it seems weird. Like the only woman in the Oceans franchise and not the Oceans franchise because some others join it later, yeah. but is Julia theory. Roberts. Couldn't she be the ocean in the ocean? I kind of thought that's what it was, oh. but then when I watched the trailer, I was like, "Oh, that's Sandra Bullock. It's not Julia Roberts." So, I, I I don't know. I just heard about it. And I was like, <laughs> you "Oh, just got gonna... confused in your head." No, no. I was gonna be like, I I, I thought like what a bad rom com fan. They're, <laughs> they're gonna do Julia Roberts hand da- hands down. I kind of was in your court with that. So Blaine has a real blind side for famous actresses. <laughs> well, also Kate yeah. Blanchett is one of the main. It's a it's a, I was watching the trailer. Oh, I was like, cast, "Yeah, I'll yeah. watch this. This is great cast. It's Kate Blanchett." Sandra Bullock, Mindy Kaling, Rihanna, Aquafina. Aquafina. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Uh, Isn't she like an internet personality? I think she, yeah, is like an Instagram star. Isn't that like Pepsi Water? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pepsi Water, she's in it too. Um, (laughs) No, I don't know. I I thought it looked fun. And I was thinking, I'm going to see it, yeah. Like I mentioned to my wife that we were doing this movie, and she was like, oh, is Ocean's 8 coming out? Like me and my friends talked a long time ago about going to see it. Like it, and especially after doing like Double Jeopardy last week, it did make me think like for like genre movies, like yeah. so many of like the thrillers or movies that have female leads are like still predicated on male characters. Like Double Jeopardy's like, I'm avenging my shitty husband or, oh, you know, like sure. yeah. this but is just like, that, like, what's that one that's coming out with the mother breaking in to get her? Anyway, it's which there's like a mother breaking into her house to like rescue her children. Well, I think the thing that I hate about all the, like, I think the bad thing about, like, these types of movies where I think it's a good idea. Yeah, there could be more genre movies where women are leading and, you know, have, like, real roles. But, like, it's weird when they have to have the in through, like, an older brother or, like, a dad. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Annihilation did the same things. Like, my, my boyfriend was out there first, so I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Because yeah. The, like, like the woman is always the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Even if it's the like original movie. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I was lukewarm on the all women cast thing okay. until 
I rewatched Ocean's Eleven and saw how there were no good roles for women, including Julia Roberts in the entire movie. They have Julia Roberts. She can act. She yeah. can do things. I like, didn't realize it was her... that egregious. So it was pretty bad. Yeah. They can make like 14 Ocean's <laughs> movies with Sandra Bullock and Aquafina. Did you guys watch any of the sequels? The two sequels? I, I think so. Yeah, I remember some of them a little bit. I never watched them, but I'd heard about this, and I watched some of these scenes today where – because Ocean's 12 is pretty much, like, reviled. Like, people oh, hated really? Ocean's really? 12. And I remember liking it. Part of their scheme at the end is someone says to Julia Roberts' character, like, hey – you look like Julia Roberts. Why don't you go really? to the hotel? Yeah. You would remember if you've seen it then. You like, why That's don't you amazing. go to the hotel and pretend to be Julia Roberts? And so she does and then like runs into Bruce Willis, who's playing himself and is like, Julia. And she has to like pretend to be Julia Roberts. It's nuts. But why wouldn't people it, well, like I was watching recognize it, George <laughs> Clooney? Well, exactly. Or Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's so weird. It, I was it Bernie did, Mac. <laughs> That's very weird. Did feel a little like okay, what are we even doing here anymore? Yeah, yeah. I think that ourselves. It, I think this movie sort of felt like you know, like in 1977, where like classic rock music was getting big and bloated, and punk rock needed to come and you know knock it on the lip. That's what this movie seems like. We got like right. so many people up on stage. There's so much happening. It means absolutely fucking nothing, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Ah, like, and it's just all these arrogant fucking rich white guys and Bernie Mac and Don Cheadle and yeah. the Chinese acrobat guy <laughs> doing like nothing, you know, like who needs this shit? Yeah. Yeah. So you liked it? Yeah. It okay. <laughs> okay, sweet. Totally rewatchable. Well, no, I mean, honestly, I found it kind of boring. A lot is yes. happening. Yep. There's like set up. There's like this happens, this happens, but like none of it engaged me in any way. I didn't find myself like thinking about anything or like even like caring what happened. Some of it was entertaining, mm-hmm. but I found it kind of like a slog to watch, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had like 11 characters and no characters. Like there was yeah. no arc for anyone. No one learned anything. I, I guess. guess one guy's a pickpocket. Yeah. And but like, there's some Mormon twins. Did any of them learn anything? Uh, yeah. Did any of them grow? Did any of them well, change? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it. Like, cause I was thinking about that original ending I was talking about where all the money gets, uh, burnt up and like, right. at even, least that's comeuppance for what they yeah, did. And like yeah. the, you know, one of the great heist movies is the killing, like the Kubrick movie. Right. And I'm sure there's others like this, but it's part of the reason why you're able to get in the mindset of these criminals and root for them is there is some at least minor comeuppance, like maybe they lose the money or yeah, something right. like that. Here, they all get their money. Well, I mean, George Clooney does go to jail for three to six months. I, that's the only thing that really kind of... Sure, but he gets the money and gets uh, the girl, you know? And that's yeah, but like... three to six months. <laughs> in yeah. prison. Sure, Ooh. yeah, it really it really hurt him last time. With the sounds? in prison. <sighs> Yeah, uh, I know prison. But um, also they, uh, in the... All too well. <laughs> at the end, they have, like, the goons following them, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That part was actually kind of interesting, because it just sort of, like, ends on this, like, are they all going to get fucking murdered That's by what I, I thought Benedict's if, men? If there yeah. was no sequel after this, I would just assume that they just get killed on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the side of the road? On the Please side of the out. road. Yeah. What about you, Jam? Did you think it was rewatchable? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, like it's easy to watch in a way because, you know, it's, it's really stylish and Soderbergh knows how to do like some interesting shots or like, it, and it looks nice. And, you know, he, he knows how to make some at times dull material move, I yeah. think. Yeah. And he uh, makes some moving material dull sometimes too. I will say what. The movie kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what I think people <laughs> like. Yeah. What I think people liked about the movie at the time is a bit played out, which is it does the thing that Marvel movies have really driven into the ground, where it's like having like every major actor ever on screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then having Andy Garcia snap his fingers at the end. And, <laughs> no, but having like an action moment or beat or something serious, and then downplaying it with a silly joke. Right. It's a, it's a kind of a Joss Whedon-y thing too. I think he did a lot, but like, yeah. you know, like 
George Clooney gives him like the big speech, like you got to come back with me because we're we're gonna do this. And then there's like a pause, and then Brad Pitt's like, "Did you rehearse that? Yeah, did I overplay a little? You know, they always right. have to like undercut it, or like you know the bomb not going off and the right him yeah, having yeah. to shake the uh, the controller, you know, things like that. Like we're we're gonna do something serious, and then we're gonna undercut it with a joke, and then we're gonna keep doing that for two hours. Right. I I just feels a little uh, played out at this point to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think it's supposed to show how cool they are, that, like, exactly. nothing will ever affect them, but then nothing can ever affect them, and we hey, yeah. can't... <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for mirroring my, my <laughs> how stupid I sounded. I was just agreeing with you, Blaine. I'm trying to be supportive. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate it. You can be vulnerable in front of me. <laughs> Tell me what you feel. I'm not. About gonna... Ocean's Eleven. No, okay. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I thought... I thought it was like rewatchable in terms of like if, if you turn the sound off and just watched it is like kind of all right. Like there's some pretty pictures on screens and there's like a lot of action happening, but it it's what's the opposite of pablum? Like pablum is like tasteless but nutritious vegetables. And, <laughs> and this is like candy, all taste. Yeah, I guess candy. Oh. This is candy. Uh, no, this is like yeah, this is like chocolate or something. It's it's all taste, right. and no yeah. substance whatsoever. Yeah, which. I don't know. Are are you guys feeling like a lot of like big movies that are coming out lately are just kind of there's there's nothing to them. It's just a lot of like flash. I don't care about any of the franchise movies anymore. Yeah, no, none of the superheroes. It doesn't seem like any character anymore. Any I, no surprises happen on screen. Yeah, yeah. E- everything's like there's so many properties. Like filmmaking is so much about the properties. It's hard to enjoy things, but yeah. I think Oscar season's coming soon. So no, hopefully, I, actually, I disagree with that. I think, yeah? I think some franchises franchises are taking a big risk. I mean, that's a conversation for another time. But yeah. like, I think this uh, kind of, like, I don't know. I've just oh, been thinking know. about that a lot, and right. and this this movie is very much that. It's very, I don't know, the start of just like style. Well, not the start of, but it's very much style over substance. I like, I saw like we just mentioned Infinity War. There were people like literally like shouting stuff at the screen at the end of that movie i don't know i thought that felt a bit it was surprising at least yeah Yeah. i mean if you hadn't read the comics it was surprising that's that doesn't happen in the comics doesn't it he snaps his fingers well i mean yeah something similar happened why the fuck are we talking about this (laughs) all right all right let's end this podcast right now thanks so much for listening to rewatchability you can catch us on apple podcast where you can rate us out of five stars and subscribe if you can't give to our patreon campaign then you can do that for free and that really helps us get found you can go to t public and get t-shirts you can talk to us on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. And you can also come and see us live on July 4th yeah. at the Royal. It's going to be a fun night. Things yeah. starting around 7. So so get your tickets. Yeah. Get a babysitter. And maybe you can steal all the money from the Royal at the same time. <laughs> Don't no. do that. That's a terrible idea. No heists. Don't do that. No heists. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.